0: Say a prayer for me. Strange fruit come down off that tree.
1: Cut it down under your face. To see fruit so bitter
0: sweet. Fruits stand tall, these roots go deep. Strange fruit busting on these days. Welcome back to the one and only Minority Report Film Podcast. It's your weekly deep dive into all things movies and entertainment through a colorful perspective. (laughs) I hate that word. (laughs) Oh, your favorite minorities are here. We're back. We're reporting for duty. Hey, my name is Raul. And here with me, I got Mr. Moshama.
1: Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, what's up,
0: buddy? Oh, man, we are here. It is time. Uh, What? A couple of weeks it has been. We are getting ready to discuss the Golden Globe nominations, the SAG nominations. But before we do, man, what a busy, busy two weeks. But in particular, what a busy one week. Uh, For those that happen to not be checking out our coverage online as we have been posting about it crazy. uh, We've been busy, 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 busy with Sundance Film Festival.
1: It's our first Sundance. First. So we were trying like to be there every day, every hour for every film, trying to cover as much as we can, trying to interact with everyone, to experience everything. Um, Sundance this year, they were trying like from from scratch. They they are experiencing something unprecedented to make it virtual in this way, to to make sure that people are having the chance to watch all these movies. And at the same time, to make a way of interaction between the filmmakers and um, the, the audience.
0: Yeah. I think it was, it, it. it's crazy because people, you know, like Dre and a couple other people have been like, I mean, we watched a ton of films.
1: Yes, right? we did. We
0: watched a ton of films and they're like, well, like that's so many films. Did like, what do you think? What's going to happen next? Like, I feel like some people just like are in awe, like they can't figure out why we decided to watch, and this is the simple fact, like, like for example, I watch 46 films, that's not including short films, that's not including um, New Frontier, which is what they call like VR stuff, uh, indie series, none of that stuff. Um, 46 of the feature premieres, Shama, you watch what, 52? 52. Um, and listen, I am... To be I, honest, there, there's like two
1: nights that I didn't sleep, I was catching like back to back.
0: I did. I did sleep, I didn't sleep much. But I have to. I, I become unbearable and I cannot keep my face open. <laughs> Coffee was my
1: best friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Coffee's not effective at three in the morning for me. Um, so I was sleeping like four hours a day. Um, but this is a, a, a an unusual year. Right. And we knew that I walked into it knowing like the fact that everything was virtual Made the, movie, made the movie so much more accessible than when you're in person, right? We've been to film festivals in person. We haven't been to Sundance, but we've been to film festivals. And we know that, like, you know, you sit down, you watch a film, they'll have a Q&A afterwards, you're sitting there, and then you get up, and then you'll see what the show time for the next movie you're interested in, and then you'll go check it out. Maybe you go, you know, to the bar, and maybe you get, you, you know, you, you, you network with some people, whatever, in the lobby, whatever.
1: You get something to eat, you know, right. like starving.
0: <laughs> Here, it's completely different. Like, for virtual... Like you literally can play them back to back and we may not, Right, we hope we will never be able to do this again <laughs> because we hope that moving forward, right, COVID is going to be uh, extinguished and <laughs> or con- at least under control. Yeah. And that we will be in person next year. And I said, you know what, this year, because it's virtual, I'm just going to like literally, I'm just going to watch back-to-back-to-back, as many films as possible, take as few breaks as possible. I wrote a couple of reviews somewhere in there. (laughs) I can't even tell you what they are because I was half asleep for many of them. Um, But they're on the website. You guys can check them out mreportpod.com. But yeah, we watched a ton of movies. There's so much more coverage coming. Uh, We are going to be talking more Sundance, our top 10 Sundance films. I mean, There was a lot of good stuff. There was a lot of not great stuff. There was nothing except for one movie for me, which you disagree with, that was horrendous. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> but but uh, but no, it was a good time. Um, I love seeing people's tweets. I love seeing people's uh reactions online. Um, you know, people were super active, super just like vocal about their thoughts, and I love seeing it. Um, and and yeah, we're just gonna bring you guys more, 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 more on that. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. But for today, for this episode, we are going to be talking. Our opinions on the Golden Globes, the SAG, the Golden SAGs. (laughs) But before we get into it, make sure you give the show a follow at MReportPod on Twitter, on Instagram, and subscribe to the website for any and all new content. Check it out. Go read our reviews. Go check out uh, our Sundance coverage. That's MReportPod.com. First up, and only on the report, like I said, the Golden SAG nominations. So Sarah Jessica Parker, Taraji P. Henson, they had the pleasure, the privilege. Uh, Taraji P. Henson did not look like (laughs) she looked like pretty stressed out about having to announce uh, the nominees. But uh, no, they had the privilege of being able to announce the nominees for the 78th Golden Globes. Uh, the, for the SAG Awards, V Diggs and Lily Collins, they got to announce it via Instagram, which Shama texted me was like, "What? What is this crap?" Oh my god! It <laughs> was for like for like old guys like us, like. Instagram we were just like wait what, what, what do we watch this? I, at least was I'm like...
1: glad it's not on TikTok or Snapchat you know <laughs> and and the way that like David Diggs was trying to let K- Lily Collins go uh, in like, and join yes. and people were trying to to, to yeah. join the conversation and he couldn't he said like I'll have to exit and go in again yeah. because uh, Lily Collins like went uh, there's uh, 1,000 people after her trying to yeah. join the conversation it was insane. He,
0: you know he, he handled it really well Yeah. and yeah. like not getting frustrated yeah, it because so it's funny. like guys please stop I'm trying to find Lily Collins <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um but no. So uh we Shyma had to tell me it's on Instagram and I was like, oh like I was looking like on, on like on <laughs> TV. <laughs> um, um but that was interesting. Um so yeah, the twenty-seventh Screen Actor Guild Awards, aka of course, the SAG Awards. Of course we wanted to get on here, we wanted to discuss our thoughts on the nominees, but just general announcement like we are not going to be break like going category by category reading all the things the major categories we are going to read off and let you know what the nominees are just as a reminder but you guys don't want to sit here and listen to us read off of a list we will be discussing like what surprised us what we're excited about you know uh, maybe what was snubbed and maybe maybe how this might affect the outlook for the oscars i mean we're no Oscar experts by any mean, but uh, there are de- there's definitely a lot of talk going on of how this affects, and uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that. But if you do, if you haven't gotten a chance to check out the entire list of nominees, which is worth checking out, uh, you guys can find it on our website, mreportpod.com. We will have an article on there with the entire list of nominees. Uh, yeah, so we are going to be discussing—I um, know a lot of people are just discussing the film— We cover television here as well, so we're going to be discussing some of the television stuff because it stands out to us because we have been talking about a lot of these shows. So first up, best television series, drama. We got The Crown, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratchet. Um, Shama, what stands out to you here?
1: What stands out for me here? Like, I'm happy for Lovecraft Country. To, so happy. to to be there. I'm surprised that it's not nominated for anything else. Yeah. Meanwhile, like we saw great performance great from, performance from the that. from the actor from the ensemble and like the great music. Some episodes were really well directed, like yeah. uh, so I'm surprised that there's nothing there. Um to see Mandalorian in, in drama, it's like I know it's a drama because it's not a musical or a comedy. And season two definitely surpassed um um the the way filmmaking was done in season one, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, my surprise here was Ratchet.
0: Ratchet is a surprise. Yeah.
1: Like I really enjoyed that show. I remember, like, I was one of very few that enjoyed the show, and I I I, I binged oh, yeah. it like two weeks before it was out, like in one session. But I yeah. I was surprised.
0: Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm I've been having a hard time getting through Ratchet, um, but you're right, uh, it, it surprised me as well. Um, and then, of course, agreeing on you, Jonathan Majors in Lovecraft Country, amazing Jurnee Smollett, yeah, like so 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 phenomenal. Um I'm happy to see them. I'm sad that I'm sad I'm happy to see the show here. I'm sad to see them not here. And then the Mandalorian surprised me only because you're like I was like wait, what? In drama? But then you just realize the musical comedy like yeah, it's is so it's so neat. It's so not neat. It's it's Eesh. so tight. It's Eesh. so tight, you know, right? Like you know what a musical is. You know what a comedy is. Basically, if it doesn't sing and it doesn't make you laugh, it's a drama. And so it's such a broad a, well, yeah. term. So yes, the Mandalorian. Why category? fits
1: everything else. I was, like, yes. else, I was like,
0: why is the Mandalorian here? It's here. <laughs> it's there. Um, Ozark, phenomenal. Um, I love personally. I I have not seen the Crown. I've been hearing so many great things. It wouldn't surprise me if it won. But
1: it's always great. There's been there like for you see like, like season four and still yes uh, catching I, I up. I hear it's, it's great phenomenal. cast. Great, every yeah. one of them is like. Oscar I need to, I need to try
0: to get to it, but there's so much going on. But uh, but for me, Ozark, unfortunately, like I love Lovecraft, Love wow, Lovecraft Country, but Ozark for me is uh, the best show out of the ones I've seen here.
1: But I would uh, I would have substituted like Ratchet with like s- something else, you know, like.
0: So for me, the one that pops up immediately is uh, The Haunting of Blind Man. Yes. Um, I I just think it's a phenomenal show. It and, is, and and I I can't say it's better than Ratchet because I haven't seen it. But like like I remember so much more talks about Blind Man, and Manor. it
1: was like in the, almost at the same time. So I remember like comparing them to each other. I can say like Blind Manor has better filmmaking. Ratchet like yes, it had up and ups and downs. Has Ratchet has better cast? Like not better cast, like great performances. You know, sure. but uh, Blind Manor was like marvelous in filmmaking. So. Okay.
0: Best television series, musical or comedy. Um, You know, we got Emily in Paris, we got the flight attendant, we got the Great Shit's Creek, Ted Lasso. Like Shit's Creek, I have heard so much about it. I haven't. Oh yeah, to it. yeah, like,
1: yeah. Like it's, it's been on, on loop like I since know, the Emmys. I know. Since the Emmys, I've been like watching this. Like it's our comfort TV show.
0: I have like, yet to get to it. It, it. It's it's so hard for me to get to it because it doesn't seem like my cup of tea. If it hadn't won. As this many what I wrote, as like, as for did. the best
1: five years. That's why I didn't
0: want to watch it. But if then- it, if it did, honestly, if it didn't get as much buzz as it did, I wouldn't even be considering to watching it. But I will try to get to it soon. Um, surprising for me here, though, like Emily in Paris, I heard a lot of negative things about the show. Um, I know Lily Collins is nominated for the acting category, um, and and honestly, that's all I've heard is that Lily Collins is phenomenal, and I love Lily Collins as an actress. Like I think she always does a great, great, great job. Um, but I. I I don't know. I was I I was surprised. I haven't seen it, but I was surprised to see it here. Um, I know it's popular on like TikTok and stuff, but uh but I was I was surprised to see it here. Ted Lasso. Um, I was super excited to see here because I didn't know anyone watched Ted Lasso, but I did. Yeah, and I me think too. it is such a great comedy. Jason Sudeikis absolutely kills uh in the performance. Like he's, he I mean he's Jason Sudeikis like but like to the most optimistic degree.
1: Exactly. Um, and he's
0: so likable in the show. And I, I just I really, really, really like this show. And it's show. a new
1: premise. Like we've never seen something like this yeah. before. So that's why it's so funny. But uh shit's Creek here is my thing. Like I would be so happy for it to win. And, and it will.
0: It it it's it it'd be very, very unlikely yeah, yeah. that it uh that I, it lose.
1: I'm looking forward to watch the flight attendant. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. So uh,
0: yeah I'm gonna get to that one too. It's all my thing. Like I feel like the premise looks so fun and mm-hmm. I've been meaning to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Um, not what am I going to get to first? That
1: or Schitt's Creek? Man. Oh, man. Um, Our next category would be best limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. From the five nominees, I'm more excited for The Undoing and Unorthodox, but the one that stands out for me is the Queen's Gambit.
0: Yeah, I, like to me, the Queen's Gambit. If it doesn't win, I'm going to be very, very sad. Yes. But
1: yeah. what surprised me here was that they included small acts in it. Yeah. While we heard earlier in the year and last year, we saw like the small acts at New York Film Festival and they said it will be included as film. Now they included them and they saw, probably Amazon submitted them as TV series for the Golden Globe. Yeah. Which I don't know how, what what's going to happen for the Oscars. But it, it just like it took away the chances for for a great movie like Mangrove to be considered as a film.
0: Yeah, I agree. And uh, which, well, I, as we've said before, Mangrove is one of the best films of last year. Like it, it's, it's definitely it's fantastic. Definitely, um, I would have liked to see Defending Jacob here.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Apple TV that that's one of Apple TV's best shows, um, and it is a limited series. And I I'm sad it's not here. Um, Me too. But yeah, I'm the Queen's Gambit is what I'm rooting for here. So. Uh, fingers crossed
1: best performance by an actress in a television series drama we have great names mm-hmm. but um and a
0: lot of a good amount of in the acting categories a good amount of crossover between sag and oh yeah um which is it's it's great to see agreement
1: right definitely like olivia colman like for the crown here and and the sag judy Cormer uh, uh, killing eve only here uh, laura kenny in ozark uh, nominated for the golden globe and seg sarah paulson a uh, nominated for the golden globe for ratchet was a, still a surprise her performance was good but i expected um more because like we saw like other other like, actresses that can that can be included there but yeah. it's still like her she did g- great effort in this performance in this in this show do you agree with the with these five nominees or you wanted to see somebody else uh, no, nothing that
0: stands out immediately. Like I, I love uh, Laura Linney and Ozark, and I love Jodie Comer, um, and Olivia Coleman. Who doesn't want to see her give exactly. another speech? Like I just, I just want to see her give another speech because she's adorable when she gives her speeches. <laughs> now we got Best Actress in a Television Series, Musical or Comedy. Um, Lily Collins is here. Like we said earlier, ah, uh, great for her. What stands out to me here? Catherine O'Hara, of course, yeah. um, again, likely to win.
1: Because it's here in the SAG, Golden yeah. Globe and SAG, and she won the Emmys, and her performance was like yep. outstanding.
0: So she is nominated for the SAG Awards as well. Um, Jane Levy was, surprised me and delighted me. Um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is probably the best show on Peacock, on NBC. Um, again, I don't think many people are watching it. It is so good and she is so good the role the the character requires so much of her like she has to like you know she's it's a musical so she's singing she's dancing she's doing these intricate choreography you know scenes sequences but then also it's like incredibly heartbreaking a lot of people are going to be able to relate to it um if you have parents you're going to be able to relate to this show um and it's
1: it's uh yeah it's really good um, you sold me on it on, on your review and when, when when you did it when you watch it and I I added to my list to my queue but like I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Yeah,
0: my written review. I got a written review for uh, the first bit of season two. Um, you guys can check out. I also talk about season one a little bit there, but yeah, check it out on the site. But uh, I I love the show and I loved seeing her here.
1: Best performance by an actress in a limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. We have Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America, which everybody was like talking about her, her performance. Uh-huh. She's nominated here and for SAG. Nicole Kidman for The Undoing and her marvelous performance here and uh, Golden Globe and SAG. But like what stands out for me is Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. For The Queen's Gambit. She got her nomination for Golden Globes and the SAG. And SAG. Yeah. And I really, she is the one that I, I want her to win.
0: Yeah she's at the top of my list again yeah, she, that, that's a role that like it was just so great to see her in and she just nailed that role she really
1: did oh. yeah and it's a one at the, one of a time like it, it, i don't see something like this soon like I, yeah. this character was like really really good to be done like uh, i don't think she will get something like this in, in in the future you know like we never know uh best performance by an actress in a television supporting role um we have like annie murphy which i love in Chits creek but we have Julia Gardner in Ozark, and she's yeah. nominated for Golden Globes and SAG, and she did great. Yeah, she's in the, the last last only one season. here,
0: right? Nominated yeah, for the Golden she, Globes and SAG. She is so good in that show. I see why she's nominated in both, and I would, I could see her winning.
1: Yes, yeah, she's been more. through a lot in that season, like what she did here in her, with her character, and like psychologically, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. It was a lot. Like, yes, the other names did great job, but like her performance was completely mm-hmm. different.
0: Now we got a uh, actor in a television series drama. Uh, Jason Bateman is what stands out to me. Um, he, I'm pretty. He's been nominated, I think, for every season of Ozark mm-hmm. because he's just so good in Ozark, and I love Jason Bateman. Um, but just seeing him get out of that like comedy and get into this drama and just do, do such a great job, I love it. Um, another thing that stands out to me, Al Pacino. Um, I have not finished Hunters because episode two just completely knocked the the, the wind out of the sails. That that came from, from episode one. Um, I know you finished it, Shama. Yes. Does this need, make
1: sense to you? You just need to get through season two because I said it when I was watching episode I mean episode two. When I was watching episode four, I said like, oh, I can see Al Pacino getting nominated for Golden Globes okay. or Emmys okay. for this. He he delivered one of the best performances in that episode because it has the big twist. It has the reveal of what's happening. As far as the show it has its ups and downs, but his performance, especially in the last two episodes was was great. Okay, okay. But to see like Bob Odenkirk getting nominated again for Better Call Saul for Seg in here,
0: I didn't even know Better Call Saul was still a thing. Um, I haven't seen Better Call Saul since season three, and I thought the show ended. Oh man, two I, years I, ago. Oh, wow! Um, but it's still going. Um, great for Bob Odenkirk because he does a great job in that.
1: So. And and he's still nominated for Golden Globes and Seg like, like yeah. so. It probably he's doing great in that.
0: Fantastic. Um, now we got actor. In a television series, musical, or comedy. So there's several things that stand out to me here. Like Rami Youssef in Rami, um, he was the Golden Globe winner last year. Gave a fantastic speech. Yeah. right? Um, he's also nominated for the SAG this year, which he was not last year. So that's that's cool. Um, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso. Again, I love Ted Lasso. And, of course, Eugene Levy, who is, for many, is probably the favorite here. Um, and Nicholas Holden, the great, which is great for for Nicholas all four of these yeah. are also nominated for the SAG Awards, and, and since I mentioned four of them, the fifth one is Don Cheadle for Black Monday. Um, I don't know what Black Monday is; I have not seen it. Um, but hey, good for him too. But he's not nominated for the SAG. I
1: Awards. didn't see Don Cheadle, but I've seen the others, the four, the other fours, and like the other four, like are better. Like each one of them has great performance. So okay. next, it will be Best Performance by an Actor in a Limited Series or a Motion Picture Made for Television, and um, from this list, what stands out for me is Hugh Grant. He's nominated for Golden Globes and SAG for yeah. The Undoing. What a different character. We have never seen Hugh Grant yeah. portraying yeah. a character like this before. Yeah. What, like, uh, it's a nerve wracking show. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, I was on the edge of my seat from the beginning to the end, like, finished the show in two days, yeah. like, uh, uh, great performance delivered. I can see him winning here. I didn't see Brian Cranston's performance in your honor, but he wasn't nominated for SAG. The other person nominated for Golden Globes and SAG in the same uh, uh, performance, in the same category, is Mark Ruffalo for I Know That Much Is True, and I didn't get a chance to watch it.
0: Shama, what's the good Lord Bird?
1: Man... Ethan Hawke's like this. This show, uh, well, I think it it, it it premiered in October, and uh, we didn't get a chance. We, we we were invited for the red carpet premiere, like virtually, oh, and we, we were covering yes. Chicago Film Festival at that time, so we didn't get a chance. Uh, I to... remember this yeah. vaguely.
0: I saw this nomination and I said, "That's not a real.
1: <laughs> That's not a we real." We all love Ethan Hawke, and we know like I a love lot his dedication for his roles. And yeah. theater, but... I need to get to it now.
0: But uh, but uh, yeah, he's also nominated for the SAG Awards, so I mean, he must have done a great job. It must be uh, at least a decent show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we, uh, I need to try to get to it, and I'm not going to put you on that. But
1: I need to try. <laughs> we'll to get to we'll it. try. Yeah, once like the award season is over, uh, best performance by an actor in a television supporting role. This this one upset me. Oh yes, definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. Because as far as I'm happy to see Donald Sutherland getting nominated for The Undoing, like. He was Stop. bothering me Stop. throughout the show with his eyebrows. Like Stop, I, I was like, yes. literally, like I, it's, me and my wife watching the show, like, and what's wrong with his eyebrows? Like, it's no offense. Ew, what's wrong with his eyebrows? He likes them perky. Oh my god, that was crazy! But like, he he delivered such great performance, <laughs> like in, yeah, in great episodes. But I know what 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 disappointed you. Know, you. I'm so frustrated. Yes. Why?
0: So like, listen, I like I really I want to. Can I be happy? And upset at the same time, like, yes, I'm happy John Boyega is here. Um, you know, we know he's been through a lot in the last couple of years since Star Wars. Um, I love seeing him get this opportunity. It's a great role for him. But if we're nominating somebody from Small Axe... By the way, his movie in Small Axe has a name. It's not Small Axe. All right? It's Red, White, and Blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, if we're going to nominate someone from Small Axe, Sean Parks was the great the greatest role. Like it like he first off, it's a full-length film, right? <laughs> it's 2 hours that long. And it's the best. And it's the best again one of the best movies of last year, Mangrove. Um everybody knows Trial of Chicago 7 if you like that and you haven't seen Mangrove, you need to check out Mangrove. Um it's fantastic and Sean Parks knocks it out of the park
1: (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah. we had like a great sequence like several great sequences like the court one like the one in the restaurant like in the streets every like several great scenes like several i I could have seen him like getting nominated for the oscars they had like heavy campaigning on this and the movie was released as a as a as a film not and i I understand that john boyega is a
0: bigger name but like Sean Park's performance, like,
1: and why supporting role here? Supporting for what? Like, he had his own movie. Yes, you know? he was he was the lead in his movie. Yeah, this like, is such a confusing.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. There I are several like... categories in the Golden Globes that I think a lot of people are confused by. We're gonna get to them. I think, <laughs> mainly the big one is in musical or comedy feature, which we're gonna get to. Um, but this is very disappointing um, not to see Sean Parks here.
1: What surprised me here in this in this category is like we have uh, Dan Levy here in, for Shit's Creek and he's nominated here for for Golden Globe and SAG out of all of, of this category he's the only one. But on um, we have Dan Levy here as a supporting role. Oh, Him yes. and his dad are are competing on uh, Dan and the Eugene for the SAG for for uh, comedy role. So it's like it's it's weird. So I don't yeah. know how it will work, but if we're talking about the Golden Globe here and SAG, the only one in supporting role is then Livy here and his dad in main role. So yeah, it will be, it would be interesting to see how it, how it would work. But um, th- this will wrap up with the, our conversation about like the TV nominees for the, for the, for the Golden Globe and the SAG. Um, as we said earlier, like we, we, we are said for defending Jacob to be completely snubbed. Yeah. I expected more nominations for Ted Lasso. Um, I expected more nominations for uh, Little Fires Everywhere. Uh, Kerry Washington got nomination from the SAG for her performance, but I expected more. The show had like some love, but uh, we never know. We never know what's gonna happen. We never know. Um, sometimes, sometimes shows get get some love, but like it, it gets forgotten by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last thing a lot of people are talking about uh, for the SAG Awards. TV movie, limited series, um, best actor. The V. Diggs for Hamilton, like there's so much debate on why this is being considered for awards. Um, It's good. I am so on the fence on whether it should be considered. You know, a lot of people are like, well, it was recorded in 2015, so why is it being considered in 2020? Um, Because it was released in 2020. Exactly. 2015 was
1: the Tony. It was like eligible for Tony Awards in 2015.
0: So it doesn't. At the end of the day, like it doesn't matter when a film is uh, is is shot and ready for release. What matters is when it is released. So, like the personal history of David Copperfield. Which like Shama, When did you see it? Oh, so saw in September twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, this has been ready since like twenty eighteen.
1: Yeah, it was. It it's, has its the, its original theatrical release even before Disney bought Fox. Boom. It was supposed supposed to be released in February twenty nineteen. Then they pushed nice. it a little bit. Then they started like competing it for for uh, film festivals. It premiered in London Film Festival in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Then I've seen that film fest nine one nine. Then it was at, at TIFF in twenty nineteen. Then it was supposed to be released again in February 2020. Uh Then they pushed it again through the pandemic, and then Disney got Fox, and then uh, they released it in September of uh, in October of 2020.
0: And because it was released in October of 2020, it's eligible for 2021 exactly awards. Yes, Um, and that's just that's just how it works, (laughs) Um, whether whether we like it or not. Sometimes, and then the other thing I want to. Uh, touch on, because I know a lot of people are really excited about this, Best Actress in a TV Movie Limited Series in the SAG Awards, Michaela Cole in I May Destroy You. Um, So many people are freaking out because a lot of people love that show. Um, And I've not gotten to it, but very exciting for her because we know that a lot of people are loving that role. And apparently it was a phenomenal, phenomenal role. So um, yeah, congrats on that. So now we're going to get into features. Um, So again, primarily our highlights on this best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Um, very exciting for Viola Davis and Ma Rainey's black bottoms. Yes. Um, she's also nominated SAG an absolutely incredible role from her transformative. Um, but if I don't see Karen Mulligan, win, I'm going to be very, very, very sad. Um, I like a promising young woman is just such a, the places i imagine she had to go to psychologically for that role um like i would love to see her rewarded because on, on top of that i think it's a very very i think it's a very brave role for her to take um and yeah and i just think her performance is so 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 man, phenomenal man she
1: transformed herself like for me yeah like like i've seen the movie three times on the first time i've seen back to back just like to, to 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 because i cannot believe how great it is yeah I see it like a total of five times, and every time I say she's not Carrie Mulligan for me. Yes,
0: she's not Carrie Mulligan.
1: For like me. her voice, her her psych, she's changed psychologically. She changed like her appearance, everything.
0: The entire movie, I was I knew I went in knowing it was Carrie Mulligan, and I was like, where am I going to see Carrie Mulligan? Because I just <laughs> didn't see her.
1: Yeah, it's. A, it's great. The, the, the the five nominees are great names, yeah. great performances. Like definitely Viola Davis is like always the queen. Like we always get happy to see mm-hmm. her. Like her performances are always outstanding.
0: Yeah. I think she's the new Meryl Streep. You know? yeah. yeah,
1: Frances McDormand. Like she she's great. Her yeah. performances in land definitely worth all yeah. all, all kinds of of nominations. I've heard,
0: I, I've heard great things about Vanessa Kirby. I haven't seen it.
1: I I have seen *Pieces of Woman*. It's great performance, but like. Uh, um it's still in this list, but for me my what uh, it will make me so happy to see Carrie Mulligan yeah. getting nominated. It's the year. It's her performance. It should be yeah next will be best performance by an actress in a motion picture musical or comedy for the Golden Globes. Out of the five names we see here, um despite like we having Anya Taylor Joey getting nominated twice for her performance in the Queen's Gambit for TV and here for Emma as a movie. I'm afraid this will tear the, the the voting between both. Sure. But I love her performance more in Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Um, out of these five nominees, I want Michelle Pfeiffer for the French Exit because what a great performance. I yeah. uh, the the movie is like um marvelous, different, outstanding. What surprised me here, seeing Kit Hudson for a movie that nobody heard of. Nobody's heard of this movie. This movie is called Music. And it has very bad reviews. It has very bad reviews. Three something on IMDb. Nobody heard of this movie. First directorial debut by Sia. Um, It has Lizzie Autumn Jr. The movie wasn't released yet in the US. It, it, It was just released two weeks ago in Australia. They got a chance early to finish editing the movie and send screeners to... To golden globe we don't even know that they sent um uh screeners to the academy yet, or, or not yet it just like just weird movie and to know that this movie is also nominated for best uh, musical for golden globes that's yeah. like, strange strange it's, for me yeah. it's
0: it's yeah i had no idea i had no idea i saw i was like what is music is that a mistake like is this at the date did the title not get fully typed in there um yeah, very confusing for me. Um, I'm with you, Michelle Pfeiffer, all the way. Um, Maria Bakalova. It's funny because she's like the favorite to win, and you know what? She did a great role. I'm having such a hard time, like because I, Borat is just not for me. And yeah, me neither. I tr- but, but I watched it. It's just,
1: oh my gosh, yeah, I'm
0: having such a hard time with this movie.
1: You know, like I saw 10 minutes and I never finished the movie in two months. But I, I will try to finish it because I always love Before the Golden Globes and the Oscars yeah. to finish everything to, to have like fair assessment.
0: Yeah. If she wins, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Like I'm very, very torn. But I know that right now for a lot of people, she's the favorite to win. Uh, we also got best performance by an actress in a supporting role um, in any motion picture. Uh, so a lot of people... <laughs> Are so upset that Glenn Close is here um, because they hate Hillbilly Elegy. And you know what? You're allowed to hate Hillbilly Elegy. I'm starting to understand as I'm hearing people talk about it that they just don't understand the film. And that's okay, you know? But to say that Glenn Close shouldn't be here because you don't like the movie is wild to me because she delivered a great performance
1: she did first of all despite what people are uh, having the, this hate for the movie i i enjoy the movie i love the movie i still see it as one of, of the best movies of the year yeah. i don't see the hate i see like some minor flaws but like it's a, it's a it's it's great movie holding itself we we discussed it in a whole episode reviewing the film glenn close was always not one of my favorite actresses like personally due like to some i don't know i always dislike something about her but her performance in this film was outstanding. She got nominated here for the Golden Globes and SAG, so I can see her getting nominated for the Oscars. Um, having Olivia Colman getting nominated here and for SAG, uh, she gets she gets great chance as well for the Oscars. I um, I can see the competition high between both of them. Yeah. Um, Jodie Foster was a surprise for everybody for the Mauritanian because the movie just like got this buzz three or four yeah. weeks ago. I think a lot of people don't even know, know they... how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, because that was... lots of people didn't know that it's like about Mauritania, the country, you know, right. like they were saying, oh, Martian, Mauritanian, but it's yeah. the Mauritanian. Um, Helena Zengel for News of the World was the big, she did great performance for a 12 yeah. year old, but it was unexpected to be mentioned uh, for both, yeah. SAG and Golden Globes. Amanda Seyfried. Exactly, waiting for you
0: to enter uh, is our fifth nominee? I'm so torn on it because I'm I I really really like Mank. Um, Amanda Seif. I don't like. I am not convinced that I saw enough from her for her to win. Like maybe to be here, but like I'm not fully sold on that as much as I love Mank. Um, but I, even so, I'm I'm excited for her to be here.
1: Everybody knows, like. Black- my reactions to Mank while I see like <laughs> h- h- how David Fincher uh directed Amanda Seyfried, but like I would rather have Lily Collins in this. Uh, uh getting again,
0: if it, like uh, it was Lily Collins that they should have used she to save only, that movie,
1: yes, one step yeah. away from if you want, yeah,
0: like she she was underused and the movie suffered for it. If you want to know more about that, if you haven't checked out our episode, go check it out. Um, we we break that one down and how she could have saved definitely the film.
1: But for uh. the same for the same category for uh, the Seg, the difference here uh, is uh, Yon Yu Young for uh, Minari, yeah. which like Minari didn't get any kind of love for the Golden yeah. Globe other than uh, being there for Best Foreign Language Film. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's an American film, but it's uh, mainly the most of the film is in Korean. Mm-hmm. That's why it's considered Foreign Language Film. But she's nominated for the SAG. Mm-hmm. Next will be best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Three of the nominees are Golden Globe nominees and seg nominees. Hmm. That What will stand out here, like the, the best performance from my point of view, and from Raoul's point of view, uh, you, yeah. you believe, right? It's Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. And it, Judas I've and been the Black saying Messiah. that
0: since the trailer. I'm like, yeah. if Daniel Kaluuya does not win his awards, like Golden Globe, Oscar... For this role, like I'm worried he never will um, because from the trailer alone, he's just delivering just on another level. Um, and after watching the film, not a perfect film, but he is just delivering on another level. Um, I know a lot of people are very upset with Jared Leto being here. Shama, oh, mm-hmm, <laughs> being one of them. Listen, I truly, truly, truly despise Little Things, um, it is such a disappointing film especially considering the star-studded cast it has. Um, but while watching the film, first off, it took me a while to even realize that that was Jared Leto. And the entire time I was thinking, wow, this guy's so good at playing this character. Like, this is just something else. And then when I realized it was Jared Leto, I was even more impressed because I know, you know, so many other roles that he's done. Um, he's a really, really good actor. And he's good in this. Like, is the movie good? Absolutely not. Should he suffer because the movie's not good? I don't think so. But a lot of people do. Like, literally, the argument I'm seeing online a lot is, "Man, the I'm movie for, sucks, like, so he shouldn't I, be here. I,
1: I That's like, it, 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 this is like uh, a lifetime argument for me, you know? Like I saw the movie and I was like having heartburn from, I cannot believe having these great three great uh-huh. names, Oscar winners like Denzel Washington, like Rami Malik, and Jared Leto yeah. to, to be in this film that looks like it was done in the nineties. They didn't spend any effort on it. Okay. Yeah. And that's why like when you asked me to do uh, an episode about this, I was like, no Raul, like I don't want to like show share my ha- hatred that much right, 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 in a right. whole episode about right. the film. But to, it was a surprise to see him like getting nominated for the Oscar for the Golden Globes and SAG. As I said it before, it's like you like having a diamond in a in a pile of poop. It's like it's still like disgusting somewhere, you know. I know it's not <laughs> fair for him, you know, but, but it is still a diamond nonetheless. Uh, it's a, okay, but like it, it's not shining. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, not it's shining. the best out of them. Like it's yeah, it's the most shining out of them. He's trying to get out of there, but he it's still. What Lippy. if you if you pluck it still, it's still poofy it's like if oh. you pluck the diamond now and just give it a rinse. sorry dude but <laughs> he just lost his oscars and that's what really dis- made me made me dis- disappointed from from him like how can you lose an entire statue of the Oscars when you are moving—that's the first thing I will save on the side. <laughs> I didn't know. this. Yes, last week, like it made me. Oh my god! I, I was watching the video and I was like, I have... is this real?" Like uh, my heart, like my my heart rate, like was pounding double the speed from like. Man, I'd rather did, lose you. Did you find like the, your Oscars? And probably he wasn't joking. So so right now I believe like a kind of a punishment. He should not win just like because he loses his Oscars.
0: Oh, so that's so funny. But
1: uh, like to have like these three names, like Sasha Baron Cohen is nominated for uh, as a supporting actor for Trial of Chicago Seven here for Golden Globes and SAG. Daniel Kaluuya, as we said, Jared Leto, and we have Leslie Odom Jr. nominated in both as well. Uh, one Night in Miami in uh, SAG and Golden Globes. Um, the one that like was nominated for for SAG and not here for Golden Globes is Chadwick Boseman for The Five Bloods. All right. But here, Golden Globes nominated Bill Murray for On the Rocks.
0: Yeah, I'm so confused. by Well, that. it's
1: a lovable film, that like a it's a sphere. lovable,
0: it's it's a film. I'm not seeing Popular anything. Did a great job. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything from Bill Murray that I'm just like, oh, absolutely. Let's put him here. Like when I saw his name here, I was like, get him out of there. But who would you put instead? Number one, and I, I, I've been so torn because, like, for those that have heard our episode on The Five Bloods, um, we do not like this movie. I went back and revisited. Some of Delroy Lindo's, Lindo's scenes, mm-hmm. and like I'm, I'm on the train of like Delroy Lindo should be here. Um, it is so, it hurts me after re- revisiting those scenes that he's not here. Um, he he really does give a great performance. Um, yeah, and so it, it, I think, get rid of Bill Murray, put Delroy in here.
1: I can see that, or I can see Frank Langler in the Trial of the oh, Chicago the tri- Seven. Like the Trial yeah. of the Chicago Seven, his performance in this, like it was outstanding.
0: Yeah, it was. I think I would put Delroy in here above Frank, but but I can see Frank Langell. I don't think I'd be terribly upset about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And next would be best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. All right. And here like we are on big names like in the lead category. And four of them are Golden Globe nominees and SAG nominees.
0: Hmm.
1: Reza Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman. And the only one that's only Golden Globe nominee and not SAG is Tahar Rahim for The Mauritanian. Um, I have seen the five movies. And (laughs) what great outstanding performances from all of them. Mm. If I'm categorizing them like uh, for for effort and performances and uh, strength and everything, and if I'm giving like the... The award I will vote first for Reza Ahmed for sound of metal.
0: I've heard fantastic things
1: marvelous, phenomenal role like, yeah. like i don't I don't see something like this soon, but like we never know like what 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 will happen. Uh, of course, I want Chadwick Boseman's performance in Marini was like phenomenal yeah. him and 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 Andrea Hopkins on the same level for, the fa- for, for his performance in the father, and then will be Tahar Rahim for the Mauritanian. And then will be Gary Oldman for for Mank, but um, yeah, these are great choices. Yeah, great choices um, from for 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 the Golden Globe for for all for all of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The only yeah. one that was snubbed was Steven Yoon for for Minari from the Golden Globe. He was nominated for SAG, yeah. but he was yeah he was snubbed completely.
0: I know you saw Minari. I haven't seen it. I hear it's fantastic. Um,
1: yeah, it's great. It's a great film. A great performance. I have, like, some some minor issues with the film, but, like, it's so emotional. Okay.
0: I need to get to it. I really, really do. Um, next, best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. This is where the ship
1: hits the iceberg. I almost lost my mind. My-
0: so many people. I'm pretty sure some people were drinking coffee early in the morning watching the announcements, and they spit up when they heard. That James Corden is nominated for the Prom.
1: For people that know me, they know that like I don't curse or use like some words, and like and I said, like I said, what? The? Like I cannot believe it. I can. I thought like that's a joke. Like seeing Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, and Taraji P Henson, and like hearing the name of James Corden getting nominated for, for the, the Prom. prom. Yeah.
0: Um, I again this is one of those that I've not heard anything positive about. It has a six point on, on on IMDB right now, which isn't as bad as I expected it to be. I'm pretty sure it was like in the fives at one point when it was when it had recently come out. Um what is happening here? So many people that have seen the movie are extremely confused. Um of you know, we also have a Lin Man on Miranda, which uh, for Hamilton, mind you, which for me if we are going to say okay, yes, Hamilton should be in the conversation. Hamilton actors should be considered for the performances. Why? <laughs> uh, why Lemano Miranda over Leslie Odom Jr.? Leslie Odom Jr. won the Tony, and I'm not saying that that says he's he should get it more. But like, like, listen, I will stand. Like, Aaron Burr is is
1: he gets us through.
0: Yeah, if it I, wasn't for Aaron both Burr,
1: both of them should be, be nominated. If it wasn't for Aaron Burr,
0: Hamilton would not be a show worth Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. And so, and then, so, he, and Leslie Odom Jr.'s performance of that character walking us through this entire incredible story um, is phenomenal. Lemon and Miranda wrote an incredible show and he did, he did uh, uh, perform it really well. But, like, I'm confused. I was confused to see any Hamilton actor here. I am confused to see Lynn here over Leslie.
1: No, I'm confused to say James to see James Corden. Like this space yes, should have course. been like booked to anybody Listen, else. I
0: put that behind us. But it's this, horrendous.
1: This category here is so surprising. First <laughs> of all, the, the I'm I'm so happy for, for the most uh, person I'm so happy for is Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Well, of course we love Palm we Springs. Said, we said it earlier the last year and we said it like I can see Andy Samberg getting nominated for the Golden Globe and I hope for the Oscars like that year. Yes. He's phenomenal. And and he was phenomenal. Uh, The other surprise that wasn't bad was seeing Dave Patel getting uh, nominated for the personal history of David Copperfield. We just said earlier. Yeah, people forgot about this movie and they remembered it. (laughs) Yeah, his performance was like really outstanding at that time. And it was still like good, but compared to the other, no, I can see other great performances, especially the film has like some directorial flaws. Um, seeing Sasha Baron Cohen nominated for Borat here in lead role,
0: his second nomination in this Golden Globe. Yeah,
1: so so it's like, so he
0: got nominated for Trial Chicago Seven and he got nominated for Borat. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, I I, a, I can see them like uh, for some reason I will see them giving it to. Uh, it's 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 hard. Like
0: this is a tough one. I think they're gonna give it to James Corden.
1: <laughs> no, my God, oh my God! Like I will, I will boycott. I will boycott the Golden Globes. And like, I would just like I will boycott everything.
0: Uh, no, I'm hoping they give it to Andy Samberg.
1: Yeah, I, like, I I I Andy can see them happy. like making a change and give it to Andy Samberg, and maybe the next will be like a surprise of giving it to Lin Manuel. But
0: yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I agree. Um, now we got best screenplay in the motion uh, picture. So, um. I, I am so. This is a big category. So, like, we have Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. We got Jack Fincher, David Fincher's dad, for Mank. We got Aaron Sorkin for Trial of Chicago Seven. We got Florian Zeller and Christopher Hampton for The Father, and then we got Chloe Zhao for Nomadland.
1: What great five names! Great five films! Great five scripts! Like. We 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 read the screenplays for some of them. You right. know, we have the five of them and like we saw like the effort yeah. exerted in in doing these screenplays. I, so like so like
0: my heart says I lean towards them picking Charlie Chicago 7. I really want them to pick Emerald Fennell. Um I so like I I I said this about Carrie earlier but like it's even more so true about Emerald Fennell. Like this is her directorial wow, directorial debut. And she swung for the fences. She took such risk. She was so bold in this first film. This like years ago would have been her last film, right? Like she would have released this Hollywood yeah, Hollywood yeah. would have buried it and she would have never been hired again. Um, and just the fact that we get to see her here for this crazy, like, powerful, bold, you know, very brave uh, 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 film that she put together, like, I'm blown away, and I want to see her win. And I, like, I'm hoping with my heart that she's my heart choice. That I like, I want to see her win here. I don't think they'll give her a director. So I want to see I want to see her walk away with a win and I want this to be the win. It's not a perfect film, but it is a very very good film and I think we should be celebrating and applauding boldness when it's especially when it's done well and this was done well.
1: I agree with you. Like I really uh, want her to win because like I, I as you said like I feel that her chances are low in getting best director or best picture mm. but um, it's it's good chances to get best screenplay. Um, I feel that they will give it to Ernst Horkin for trial of the Chicago 7. Um, I feel like the others will have like lower uh, chances, especially like um Zhao and the uh, Florian Zeller for The Father. Mm. Um, but we might get to be surprised and see like Jack Fincher getting it for Mank because like posthumously so yeah i yeah it's 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 really tough because we you don't know how voting would work on this we don't know and this will not affect the oscars by because it it will be different so it's harsh it's 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 a tough one um
0: i yeah i think uh didn't your mom say she thinks jack fincher yeah
1: that's what my mom said like my mom said like from her analysis like she was always like good with the golden globe like analysis like every year she she keeps saying I believe the Golden Globe will do this and the Oscars will do that. And she told me, like, yesterday, the day before yesterday, we were talking about this, and she said, like, um, the Golden Globe will give Jack Fincher uh, best screenplay for Mank, and they will give uh, Aaron Sorkin the best director for Trial of of Chicago 7, and they will give Nomad Lane best picture. I said, like, oh, my God, this would be so sad because, like, I want to see Promising Young Woman. She's like, maybe they will give Carey Mulligan... Best actor, but she thinks that they will give it to Viola Davis more. So I said, like, this means the promising young woman will get nothing. She said, like, unfortunately, she's feeling that this will happen, but we never know. Gosh, I hope she's so wrong. Yeah, I Um, hope. All right, let's. This is depressing me. Let's move. Yeah, this is so depressing. So, mom, if you listen to this, like, we hope you're wrong. You know, (laughs) I hope you're so (laughs) wrong. Yeah, me too. Uh, Best original score for a motion picture. Um, great talented composers, of course, like great music. Music right. like de- define how how the movie is delivered and how the the show is de- always delivered. We have uh, Alexandre Spław for the Midnight Sky, uh, Ludwig Göransson for Tenet, James Newton Howard for News of the World, and we have Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross getting nominated twice, mm-hmm. once for Mank and one for Soul with John Batiste. Um we have wa- I watched all these five movies. And I've listened to these music several times. Hmm. Uh, Midnight Sky. When I didn't, I watched it, started watching the movie without knowing uh, who's the, doing the music, and I can always recognize uh, Alexander Desplat's music from the very beginning. And yeah. I said, like, oh, yeah. I know that it. And this him. film has incredible music. Incredible music. Uh, same for James <laughs> Newton Howard for News of the World. I realize, recognize his music without anything. But James Newton Howard here, it's the same standard hymn. So I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the, the number five on, on my list of this. Um what stands out for me here is Ludwig Göransson in Tenet. He did great, great, great uh, choices, great, great music. Yeah. This guy, like, since he did Black Panther, Mandalorian, he's always in my, in his music is always in my playlist. Right. Um, he knows how to change them. He doesn't have... Um, Standard way of making music, like auteur, 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 auteur things, like that. Like, you can, oh, you can say that. Oh, that's him. No, he's not. He's not on this level. Uh, yeah, which is great because, like, he's 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 uh, fresh, fresh. You. Yeah, he's trying to, to be different. But Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, despite my love uh, difference with Mink, they did great in Mink yeah. more than Soul. And for like, I know that yeah. like people love Soul yeah, more.
0: Actually, the favorite to win is Soul. Um, which drives me crazy because I can't tell you what the music sounded like in soul. Um, except for, of course, like the jazz compositions, but like, as far as the score itself, like, listen, like it just doesn't stand out. Trent, I want Trent Rezor and Atticus Ross to win for Mank, um, because what they did in Mank, it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, the music is just so timely, so good, um. Yeah, and they Definitely. just did something so yeah, different. Like, yeah. go back and listen to Trent Reznor and and, and Atticus Ross in Social Network, The Girl with Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl. It's so different, so so, different. so radically Correct. different than what they did in Mink. Um, and I just love seeing them get out of their comfort zone and do something so incredibly different. And
1: it was trying to define times and eras. Like, it, it, yeah. they did it in a perfect way. Like, there were some sequences like this. Like, I was disappointed from things that like I didn't like. But the music was, like, elevating the scenes. Yeah. So they did a great, great job. And moving from
0: score, staying in music, to best original song. Um, this, I think, is the most stacked category. Um, I've been listening to these songs on repeat a lot. Um, we got Fight For You, Judas and the Black Messiah. We got Hear My Voice in The Trial of Chicago 7. you'll see or Seen, uh, which is from The Life Ahead. We have Speak Now from One Night in Miami, and Tigress and Tweed from the United States versus Billy Holiday. Um, so EOC is, in, is a foreign language. It would very much surprise me to see a, a song in foreign language, no matter how good it is, win. Um, fight for You, not because it shouldn't, mind you, But because it just would surprise me that the Mm -hmm. the voting body would choose that. I
1: agree.
0: Um, For me, top tier right now, Fight For You, Tigers and Tweed. Um, Two incredible songs, two very powerful songs. I think it could go either way on both of these. I think my likeness, I really love what they did with Tigers and Tweed. um, And it just feels like such a good um,
1: and they fit the political atmosphere, like both of them yes, like Yes, yes, so- yes.
0: But Tigris and Tweed fits like what they're going for with the Billy Holly yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. so yeah, I think it could go either way. I think it could be Fight For You or I think or it could be Tigris and Tweed. It, it would surprise me if it was one of the other ones. As good as they are. Um it's like Speak Now, Leslie Odom Jr. is a fantastic song. I love listening to it. Um it 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 probably my third choice, but it would still surprise me if it won over one of the other two.
1: Yeah, this would be crazy. Can can you imagine like if Lizzie Oldham Junior won uh, twice? So
0: before we get into the best features, I, like there's a couple of things on the SAG list that we still like need to quickly talk about, like best stunt ensemble, um, which is the Five Bloods. Makes sense. Mulan, sure. I haven't seen News of the World. You can tell me. Um, Wonder Woman 1984, sure. Why is Trial of Chicago Seven? Instant Ensemble. I think this is a big conversation. A lot of people are having. Um, I'm equally confused. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Really,
1: maybe because like the the action scenes in the park and the action scenes that they're like it's it's instant stunt ensemble. I like, guess so. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, but I can then... see them. The others like the others are like full of action, full of um, of course. Stunts, yeah,
0: and then best ensemble. Um, you know, this is basically the best picture of the SAG Awards. We got the Five Bloods, Ma Rainey's, Black Bottom, Minari, One Night in Miami, Trial of Chicago 7. Great um, I I ensemble
1: for all, for all yeah, of them. Yeah, I it. haven't seen
0: Minari, but I've heard incredible things about the ensemble. Um, and all the other ones, of course, makes perfect sense. I feel like this is the one category that's just like, no dispute.
1: Yes, we can get Which is a category that the Oscars should include? We should have best ensemble, so you yeah. can have like a best picture, which is like yeah. and best ensemble, which is like a tribute to this. That's one I, of
0: the debated one. That one and stunt, yeah, uh, should uh, are are highly debated as as uh,
1: they should. They yeah. should. They should. Best motion picture animated at the Golden Globes. At the Golden Globes. The Crude, A New Age, Onward. Over the moon, soul, wolf walkers. Everybody knows that like everybody's pushing that either soul will win with most, like the high proportion, the high percentage. And next is wolf walkers. Um, From uh, people that listen to our episode talking about soul, you guys know that like our love for Onward more than soul. We are happy to see Onward here on the list. I'm very happy. Yeah.
0: It will not win it's um, unfortunately don't. it is the best film of this list i'm i'm sorry for anybody that that offends um go back and revisit it if you haven't onward is a superior film to soul um but soul is going to win it has all the hype behind it wolf walkers um is the second with the most like if like if if uh, if we talk about percentage soul has like that 80% chance um wolf walkers has a 19 percent chance and the rest of them have a 1 chance uh,
1: exactly because
0: they just don't have enough momentum behind them but sometimes um, things
1: are not fair so yeah
0: over the moon surprised the heck out of me that it's here
1: yeah i do not um, like that movie at all Like, uh, oh. shouldn't be on the list uh
0: anyway we're just gonna move on that category is upsetting to me um i know a lot of people are happy with it uh i don't like it <laughs> best motion picture musical or comedy uh we got borat subsequent movie film Hamilton is here. Uh, the film that everyone saw, music
1: that nobody <laughs> has seen other than the oh, 89 HFPA numbers,
0: uh, Palm <laughs> Bal- Springs. And here, guys, again, I
1: don't want to hear the name. The
0: Titanic is sinking. The prom, best musical or comedy. Why? The prom. Netflix is the prom with James Corden and Meryl St- oh. Streep and. Uh, Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, Keegan Michael Key. Uh, yeah. Uh, I again. If you like this film, uh, we would love to hear from you. But I haven't heard from anyone that likes this film, and I've looked. Um,
1: Hamilton. A lot of people are very upset about this. Again, like you know, I can, man, you know, I would rather them putting like well, the year that they put the Martian included in musical or comedy For sure and put like one of the big movies in musical or comedy which they considered like as an insult and they get offended yeah. rather than like putting like anything to fit the five list yeah. list of five you know like music music or the prom they could have put anything else
0: well and here's the thing is uh it's kind of out there that emerald finnell wanted Promising, promising a woman in musical comedy, yeah, it, because she feels like it. It is a comedy. It's a dark comedy. Exactly. It really is. It's it a dark could, comedy. It could
1: have won dude. Yeah, and,
0: and it would have won. Yes, in this category, and I think that's why she won in this category. Or she knew that. Um, it's. I really wish that it was in this category because again, I would love to see it win. Um, unfortunately, it did not make it into this category. The prom made it into this freaking category. Um, I lean towards. Palm Springs out of all... I mean, I haven't seen music. No one has, um, but I lean towards Palm Springs. Yes, Hamilton is probably the second spot for me, um, but I definitely have Palm Springs as the standout in this category. Again, I wish...
1: It would really be happy if it would win. Yeah, yeah.
0: I wish Promising Young Woman was in this category, um, but it's not. We're stuck with what it is. Um, And yeah, Palm Springs. Hamilton, there's a lot of debate about it. Again, like, I'm on the fence... whether it was nominated or wasn't, whether it was considered a film or not, it is what it is. Um, It was considered a film and it's here. And at the end of the day, it is a fantastic show. So
1: it is. You're correct. You're correct. Best motion picture in a foreign language. We have another round. La Llorona, the life ahead, Minari, two of us. I've not seen any of these. (laughs) I've seen all of them but another round.
0: And I hear like that I think another round I think a lot of people were really upset about Minari being here because they expected another round to win but because Minari is being considered a foreign language film um it's likely going to take that award.
1: Yes, Minari is an American film but like mi- m- mostly it's in Korean so it's considered foreign language. It's to hear right. not about uh, like being submitted by another country. It's just like about an outstanding film in a different language. So um, um not considered um, m- m- like Minari. Um I think like yeah, they, they like Two of Us is good. The life ahead is like is 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 good. Sophia Loren's performance is, is great. La Llorona um is a great film, but I think Minari will win here because Minari is a great yeah. film and I think that's why they put it there. Yeah. So. I think so as well. I think that's what they went for.
0: Um we got Best Director, my personal favorite category, um, in a motion picture. Again, Emerald Fennell is here for Promising Young Woman. We got David Fincher for Mank, Regina King for One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of Chicago 7, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. History has made three women. Three women, yes. Absolutely fantastic. We're so excited about this. Um, I love all of these films. Um, I would probably rank One Night last out of these five, that's just me personally. I love what Regina King, what I, I, well, she did there, but I would rank that last. Um, I would love to see Emerald Fennell win here. I don't think she will. I don't think they'll take that step. Um, I would not be surprised if they chose Aaron Sorkin. I would not be surprised if they chose Chloe Zhao. So but, no chances for Regina King? I don't think there are chances for Regina. I'd, I'd be very surprised. I know a lot of people are like, Three women nominated, and none of them are going to win. My mom said that. Unfortunately, oh. I think David Fincher should win for Mank. Now, hear me out before before you start yelling in your car or wherever you're listening. Um, what David Fincher... Or in the bathroom, because I listen to most of the podcast in the bathroom. And I, and I think this will be a great... I think that this it, there's a very likelihood that he wins, and... This, I think this is the film he should win for this. This should not be like in the Oscars. I think he should win Best Director. It's, it may be his first Oscar. It shouldn't be his first Oscar, right? There are other films that are better out of his uh, 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 slate. But what he achieved in Mank, no one has done. Um, Like, I know that there are a lot of black and white films that people love. Um, If Desiree would hear, she would be like, like absolutely agreeing she loves those that old Hollywood feel she loves those black
1: love to this conversation yeah. again
0: the artist uh many years ago was that twenty eleven or something or other twenty thirteen something like that um the artist is like it you know it did really really well really well, but even the artist did not achieve what David Fincher achieved. With, like, trying to get that golden era of Hollywood feel, you know, of, and, like, what he went for, he 100% achieved. And, you know, from the dialogue to the acting to, like, to the, the 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 production design, the costuming, the, just, like, he created a film of that era for this time. Um, and I think we should celebrate that, whether you like it or not like at the end of the day we are we are awarding the greatest uh, visual storyteller and how how they brought every element of filmmaking into this project and the greatest flex out of all of these directors is david fincher afterward i would probably give it to Chloe ja um, because she Land is an absolutely stunning film in in every way, um, but I, again, I lean towards David Fincher. I don't know where you're at, Shama.
1: Oh, like like preference. I want Emerald Final to win, but I know it's not happening. Right. I feel like I feel that the that the the HFPA like will, they will give it they will give it to uh, to either David Fincher or Aaron Sorkin.
0: Yeah. I agree. So, your mom thinks Aaron Sorkin. We got to make yeah. sure we point out mom here. Yeah, my mom um, thinks
1: like Aaron Sorkin, but. Uh, again,
0: mom, we hope you're wrong. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> and then, rap, bring us home. What's the last category? The so? last
1: category, the top, is best motion picture in drama. We have The Father, Mank, Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Now, in this, I do agree with your mom.
0: I think that there's a very high likelihood they give it to Nomad. Man Lane, yeah. Um, I think it's very, very possible. I do not, even though, and, and this is like, we've had this conversation a couple of times as Sham was referring to. Um, I, I have such a hard time because again, I, I want Emerald Finale to win best screenplay. I want David Fincher to win best director. And so like, you know, my whole feel on it is just one of them has to win best picture. Yeah, it doesn't because- make sense. How can you tell, again, like, and I'm sorry for those that have heard of it, but how can you tell someone, hey, you wrote the best film of the year, and then you turn to someone else, which is fine, and say, hey, you created the best film of the year, Mm -hmm. and then you turn to a third party that's neither one of those and say, you have the The best best film film of the year. It just doesn't make sense, right? That's nonsense to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But... I can see Nomadland win it, and I would be happy for Nomadland to win. Um, yeah, that's where I stand. I would not be surprised if, if in many ways, what your mom said is true, that they will give director to one person, writer to one person, and picture to a completely different film. Um, I think they, it's very likely they give either Nomadland. There's no way I would love them to give it to Promising Young Woman. I would be overjoyed. I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. They're either going to give it to Nomadland or they're going to give it to Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah, I, I just I, don't see it going any other way.
1: I see it like, number one, Nomadland. Number two, Trial of the Chicago 7. Number three, Mank. Number four, the father, number five, Promising Young Woman. Like, that's how I see like that. Not your personal taste. No, 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 my that's personal. That's what they will choose. I agree. They, like, I think yeah, I agree. I, like, if I understand their, like, the way they analyze correctly, mm-hmm. that's, like, that's their
0: way. Which is sad, because I, I would love to see Promising Oh, young yeah, woman. me
1: too. Like, I would, if I'm voting, I will vote Again, for just young the young
0: boldness woman. alone that she took. Um, is and, and that everybody in this film, the producers, everybody behind this film, um, just their boldness in telling the story, um, especially the way she wanted to tell it, really, really should be rewarded. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it will.
1: Yeah, but like to talk about our uh, reactions to overall, like uh, it's still strange year, but we still have great mm. uh, movies. Um, Choices for the Golden Globe is not crazy, other than James Gordon and The Prom. And music, but uh, for, for the film nominations, I was I was surprised that there's no nomination for The Five Bloods at all. Yeah, as we said like earlier, like in the review, we, we didn't have that much love for the film, but um, the big surprise was James Gordon, uh, no no, Meryl Streep, like we know any year that has Meryl Streep, she has to be nominated. Um, uh, Elena Zengel's uh, perfo- no um, Performance was phenomenal in Paul Greengrass's film, News of the World, but nobody saw this coming as as nomination for the Golden Globe and SAG. Tahar Rahim, didn't see the surprise coming that fast for the Mauritanian, and Jodie Foster as well to get a a Golden Globe nomination. Uh, Jared Leto, of course, we mentioned this. But overall, I'm satisfied with the choices. Uh, I'm definitely, definitely sad that Zendaya didn't get any nomination for Malcolm and Marie despite the heavy campaigning from Netflix Paul Ricey for Sound of Metal he mm. delivered great performance like mm-hmm. he had like low like little screen time but he did great great performances yeah to see like this year Netflix getting 22 nominations for the golden globes for 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 pictures like for 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 movies and 20 for television. This is crazy. 42 yeah. Golden Globe nominations. Yeah. You know, uh, Disney plus and HBO max for the first year the, to, to, to be like um, uh, Golden Globe nominees. The industry is changing, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And then
0: mind you, the, the, the film with the highest nominations is Mank. It's Mank. At six. At six.
1: And drive of Chicago seven next to so it. It's, it's yep. Netflix in both.
0: And the next one to have the, the next TV show, to have the most nominations is the crown at, uh, um, at six, at six. The Netflix yeah. and so so netflix is is killing the game i mean they did really well last year um they're likely to do really well this year i'd be very surprised if they didn't um
1: yeah but yeah that's our show <laughs> yeah and that's it for today's episode we have been like discussing golden globes the sag if you guys would like to review us please do so we really really appreciate it it helps us climb the charts for people to find us also, make sure to check our website for any and all new content and staying up to date mm. for all our reviews for film festival coverages at mreportpod.com. Mm. Raul, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me
0: at the Raul Nevedo on Twitter,
1: on Instagram. And you can find me at Mohamed Chama on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us at mreportpod on Twitter and Instagram be part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace.